0: Welcome to the Deep Life Podcast, brought to you by Momentum, Strength, and Wellness. We are your hosts, Dan, a certified personal trainer and holistic lifestyle coach.
1: And I'm Elise, a holistic nutritionist. Together, we are partners in life, business, and health, and we're here to discuss all things wellness. Let's get deep. We have a special offer for our listeners, brought to you by ButcherBox. We've been using ButcherBox for years and absolutely love it. ButcherBox is a subscription-based meat delivery program. It is so easy and convenient, delivering fully customized shipments of high-quality meat directly to your doorstep. Yeah, you get to choose
0: from different cuts of 100% grass-fed and finished beef, heritage-breed pork, organic pasture-raised chicken, and wild-caught seafood. The meat is all so good. We love the grass-fed ribeyes. We love the pork, the bacon. everything. Oh, that bacon yeah, is so good. It is all so good. And right now, any Deep Life listener who subscribes to Butcher Box is going to receive an additional one pound of wild-caught gulf shrimp for free in every box for a year.
1: For a year. That's pretty incredible. Yeah,
0: this is a great deal. So take advantage by following the link in the show notes.
1: It's interesting because I've always been someone who warmed up before my workouts, and I feel like you had taught me that. But it's not as common as you'd think, yeah. and people run to the gym and begin working out right away. Yeah.
0: So yeah. I always did. Oh, really? Like, th- yeah. Before because you think, knew? like when I was younger, like, partially like when you're younger, it's like not quite as important to warm up, but then also you don't realize how important it is Mm -hmm. and there's like the rush to get to the good stuff oh okay where it's almost like it feels the warm-up feels like it's like boring and it's like taking so long and i think that's like i see it when i'm training people too that they like want to rush through the warm-up and Mm -hmm. it's like once once they know what like we'll do like a dynamic warm-up in the beginning of a session with most clients it's like first they like learn all the stretches and what we're gonna do, yeah. and then once they get it and don't need to be like prompt, what's next? They'll just rush through it and be like quad, like one quad stretch on each side, then one hip, and just and, like really rush through it as constantly like slow people down. Yeah, they actually have to stretch and do something.
1: Yeah, it's so important to get
0: the blood flowing. To yes, yeah. yeah. I would. I think that it. I don't think people realize how much it helps. Mm-hmm. It's like it's one. It's one of the things that if people like, like I'm not getting results in the gym, what should I do? Mm. I think a lot of times it's like warm up better.
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because when you do kind of rush to the good stuff, like I said before, then you're wasting your sets warming up. Yeah. So like if you go in, we'll say it's like squat day, and you can either spend like 15 minutes like getting really warmed up and ready to go. And then you get to the squat rack, and you're gonna like be able to jump right into like really good sets, mm-hmm. or you rush through your warm up, get to the squat rack, and you're kind of stiff, and you're doing like quarter squats in your first first few sets. The weight feels heavy, your body doesn't feel quite right, mm-hmm. you're not able to get as deep, and then you did three your first three sets of squats. You didn't really get anything out of it except like a warm up, and you got some blood flow. And there's a, a lot of people like. Will say the exact opposite. They go, oh, you don't need to warm up. All you got to do is get a couple of sets in before you start. Yeah. Like, not you. Like, yeah. you there's,
1: yeah. Break down the importance of yeah. it and what you mean by dynamic warm up versus like a static stretching, because that's a question yes. that we receive a lot. So, yeah, yeah let's break yeah.
0: Okay. each of those down. Yeah, let's go slowly down and explain things. So, first, place, like I usually, when I'm coaching and when I'm working out, the first thing is dynamic stretching. Which is also what I do as part of the morning routine. Which I do the same thing over and over. Where it's like I'm moving every joint
1: mm-hmm.
0: and moving. It. So it's not like a, like a static stretch is like your classic like bend over, touch your toes, and hold it for 30 seconds or whatever. A dynamic stretch would be like bending over and touching your toes ten times, yes. ten times, and just sort of like quickly and back and forth.
1: Yeah, it's the motion. It's getting yeah. the blood flowing, mm-hmm. the flowing deep within yeah. you. Where static is just.
0: Simply stretching the muscle hold. itself, yes. yeah, and the diff- they're both you know put time, and place, for everything with static stretching. It's very relaxed. Like, think about like think yoga. about taking like a long yoga class, yes. yeah, where everything is like a yin yoga, where everything is going to be like a one to four minute hold, and you feel amazing, but you don't necessarily feel like ready to do heavy back squats. Correct, because right. you're relaxing. You're relaxing your mind. You're relaxing your muscles, and you know, science, like the studies show that going from that into heavy and explosive movements, you're going to be more likely to hurt yourself because you're relaxed, because you don't have that electric, uh, elasticity to your muscles. Where if you train dynamically, where it's just, it's, it's getting blood pumping, getting muscles pumping, bringing uh, oxygen and blood into different parts of the body and warming up, warming up your joints, warming up your muscles. You're readying yourself for that for that um elasticity for that explosive movement so that's the first thing where it's like i've literally just worked through like starting from the head down and it's you know warming up your neck or your shoulders moving your spine stretching your hips your, your quads your hamstrings or calves your knees sometimes so especially in the morning I like to just like pound pound my chest and pound my shoulders yes and get moved limp around wake things up um get a lot of spinning, like like trunk twists and spinning, swinging your arms. Yeah. Those, those kind of things with intention mm-hmm. so that your joints are all ready so that the first time you go do an exercise isn't the first time you're moving your body yeah. that day. right. Okay. This is especially important for people who train first thing in the morning where you've been sleeping for eight hours and not moving, get up and get your body moving or if you work, you know, in an office or like a, a job, a sedentary job mm-hmm. where you're sitting. So then like, you slept for eight hours, then you went to work for eight hours. So for the last 16 hours, you barely moved. And then you want to just like go right in and start swinging kettlebells or squatting or doing something like that. Like, There's a really good chance you're going to hurt yourself. But if you take, you know, 15 minutes, like I said, and go through, go through a dynamic stretching routine and then maybe throw in like a mobility circuit where it's, you know, you can add some weight to it and do like caustic squats or even just like some good mornings or deadlift or like, like Romanian deadlifts, like some or single leg Romanian deadlifts. Something where you're, you're getting balance involved, mm-hmm. you're getting like proprioception, you're working on coordination, feeling the ground with your feet. Maybe you had shoes on all day, so it's good to get your shoes off and move around and move your feet differently. Right. Um, so so if we just, in this hypothetical, we'll say we're gonna go do squats. So the first thing, maybe going to the gym, get a good dynamic movement, uh, warm up in for like five minutes where you're just moving every joint Blood flowing, getting all the joints feeling good. And then maybe like a circuit where you're going to do like some groiners with a rotation, you're going to do some some hamstring stretches, maybe something for your core, like a plank. Yeah.
1: um, I was just going to give the example of like what I do because Mm -hmm. I do it a little bit differently than you. You've always taught me to do the dynamic. But yeah, I do exactly that because I I used to work out every morning, Mm -hmm. but now I don't. There are a couple of days where I'll work out in the afternoon. So it's different, but I still do the same same thing. So I do the dynamic stretching, which takes me about five minutes. Like, like you said, movement to head, uh, head going side to side and just going down on my body, I do my arms, do my hips, my legs. That takes about five minutes. Then I go into a mobility circuit, mm-hmm. exactly what you're talking about, which I, which I usually pick three different mobility exercises and I do them three times. And then that takes me about probably between like seven and eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, groiners, uh, squats with, the rotation, like all these are all body weight things that can be performed very slowly, strategically. It's getting my heart rate up, but I don't feel like I'm working out. Mm -hmm. Like you can tell the difference between a mobility and a hard workout. Then from the mobility, I always go right to abs because I'm engaging my core, but a lot of the ab exercise that I'm doing are also training some of my glutes and my things. So I also do, you know, three, uh, I'll do either two or three ab-, ab exercises three times as well. So that whole time period probably is about between 15 and 20 minutes before mm-hmm. I begin my heavy lifting, whether yeah. that be squats or bench press or anything. Yeah. And that's it. You can feel it. I feel the difference. I feel the energy after that 15, 20 yeah. minutes and it's like, okay, I'm ready to right. go now. <laughs> so That's
0: exactly it. I think that 15 to 20 minutes is probably the sweet spot where you're, energizing yourself, but you're not wearing yourself down, you know, obviously be strategic with the things that you're picking. And then, like you said, like you do a lot of like core work as a part of that warm up, which is really important because you think like those muscles are what's protecting your intestines that protecting your spine. Like that's really, really important stuff in there, the bridge between your upper body and your lower body. Right. So there's this connection and the flow of energy where if you, if you don't have that, that flow of energy, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna kind of almost like move with your legs separate from your upper body. So there is a like element of bringing everything back together so that you're moving fluidly. We've talked so many times about like not training muscles, but training like muscle groups and more importantly, like movement patterns, training your core is that you're, you're priming yourself to be able to transfer energy from your legs through your upper body. So I think that's really, really helpful also, mm-hmm. to protect from, from injury, like depending on how many people complain about lower back injuries, right? And then, also, or they'll yeah. throw
1: their back out just picking a pen up at work. work. Yeah, 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 So it's like having
0: <laughs> that having that connection and having that ability makes such a huge difference in protecting your spine and using your spine properly. Because it is like your spine should be moving, because that's like I said, how you're transferring energy. Like you can't you can't walk properly if there's not some rotation to your spine and like think of your hips your hips and shoulders should be moving like synchronized and synchronicity and that's happening through your spine through your midsection through your core so when you do a core circuit like that you're priming all these movements and you're you're getting it ready so that your core is strong so in the same example we're going after this uh, dynamic warm-up then like a mobility circuit then a core circuit then maybe we're going to do some heavy squats and think about having a heavy bar, uh, barbell on your back. You're gonna want your core to be ready to go and to be warmed up. You don't want to be warming up with a bunch of weight on your back. That's counterproductive. But to kind of re-emphasize what I said before, now you get to the squat rack. You're gonna feel good. So even though you should still probably start out with like a lighter weight, but it's not gonna take three or four sets to actually get something out of it. That first set is still gonna be really good. You're going to be squatting deeper. You're going to be reinforcing good habits, not bad habits. You're going to, if you don't warm up properly and you're stiff and you go to squat, things aren't going to move the way they should. Your ankles might be too stiff. Your hips might be too stiff. Your back might be too stiff. And then you're reinforcing bad movement patterns. So then, you know, let's say you get to your fifth set and it's really heavy you don't rise to what you want to accomplish. You fall to the level of your your training. Mm. So in this instance, when it's your body is going to do what it's comfortable doing, you want to default to really good movement patterns, not to a sort of stiff quarter squat where you're rounding your back because you trained that every week for years doing bad squats that aren't, where you're not warmed up properly. Right. So I think that there's, there's so much there as far as warm ups go, one thing that's really important, he says uh, that, fifteen to twenty minutes is sort of the perfect window, I think, because what you want, remember, it's a warm up. Yeah. So you should be sweating. Your body should be warm. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't still be cold and stiff, but you don't want to be tired. Right. So you get get yourself to a point where you're you're warmed up. Literally, you're sweating. Like there should be some drops of sweat, so you know. Okay, now I'm warm. Now I can go.
1: Well, I don't want you to mislead. I don't sweat
0: anymore. I don't. I don't
1: sweat much. I do But that's all right. But we mm-hmm. have to preface that. Like that's if, right. Yeah. You don't need to be dripping.
0: Yeah. So. Well, that, like, a few drops. You should, <laughs> you should feel like you've been doing something. If you're somebody yeah. who never sweats, you're probably not going to sweat during a 15-minute warm-up. But I guess my perception is different because I tend to get pretty sweaty. You do. Yes. Um, but you should feel warm. Yeah. You should feel like everything. Is moving,
1: yes, is is moving and is loose. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's you, you can feel it.
0: You yeah, feel it it, yeah, it should be. You should know it's coming, it Should be. It should be an energizing kind of exciting time where you're ramping up for your workout. But I think another thing on top on top of just improving that day's workout, so like I keep saying the same thing when you get to your squats and you're ready to squat, you're also having 20 minutes a day where you're working on moving better mm. over time. If you do that you know, five days a week, that's 100 minutes every week. You do that 50 weeks a year, 5,000 minutes of mobility work in a year. That adds up and you ah. will actually move better and better and better over time without spending like hours on it every day. So you don't need to do your workout and also go to like a yoga class and also stretch all night because there should be like a cumulative aspect of the mobility that you're working into your actual training.
1: That's, yeah, that completely makes sense, perfect. Sure. I think that's right, I think let's end it on just what you should do at the end of the workout. Yeah. Because that shouldn't be dynamic, it should actually be yeah. more cool down and so let's Yeah,
0: so yeah, things. like I did, like I said earlier, about sort of there's a time and place for everything. What's happening during your workout is you're kind of ramping up that fight or flight, uh, sympathetic nervous system And you just don't want to carry that into your day For multiple reasons First, like you don't want to go maybe you, maybe you train at your lunch break And you want to go back to work Or you just got out of work You train You don't want to go home In a fight or flight state You don't want to go, you know Greet your family Or try to fall asleep Or eat uh, dinner In fight or flight Because you're not going to be able to adjust properly You're not going to be able to sleep well You're not going to be pleasant to be around So take a little bit of time to cool down This also, like it doesn't need to be an hour five, 10 minutes of just like some slow breathing and some, you know, a few static stretches is going to make such a huge difference. Not only to sort of carry that parasympathetic state into the rest of your day and be, be better to be around, be able to digest better, be able to sleep better, but it's also going to begin the recovery. Yeah. So even, even if you don't want to stretch after, if you just lay on your back and do like some deep breathing for Two three minutes, you're going to shift that ner- your nervous system from sympathetic into parasympathetic, and you're going to start recovering from your workout. And then, if you want to throw some static stretches on top of that to kind of make kind sure, of eliminate some soreness and just lengthen the muscle. yeah lengthen totally. the muscles yeah. help yeah. help. It's just you're going to relax even more. Yes. So it's it's always a good thing. Um, Perfect. Yeah, and then you leave feeling great and. That's, good. That's a good
1: thing. That's always a good thing. So,
0: yeah,
1: warming up, getting so, yeah. the little mobility in, and then static stretching at the very end to cool down. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Deep Life.
0: You can support this show by following The Deep Life and leaving a five star review. And be sure to follow us at Momentum Strength Wellness on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.